gone from being an athlete, that was one journey. Now I've gone into motherhood, you know, another journey. And it's like, oh, with motherhood, I've become an influencer. Yeah, so it's been it's been crazy, but I'm not complaining, Sam. Life is good. Life is good. You're listening to the Better Stories podcast with Sam Lloyd, taking inspiration from our communities and people. Hello, and it's a warm welcome to the latest Better Stories podcast. And we really have got a fantastic guest joining us today. She retired from athletics last year, but what a glittering career, competing in the coveted British vest on the senior stage for over a decade. So I'm absolutely thrilled to be chatting to Olympic sprinter Perry Shakes Drayton. Welcome, lovely to have you with us today. Hello, good morning. <laughs> Fabulous stuff. Thank you so much for joining us on Better Stories. Lots to talk about. Firstly, I just want to start really from the very beginning. Where did the love of athletics come from? I mean, did you get the bug at an early age? I did get it at an early age and I was actually juggling with other sports um, in primary school. Um, as you do, I was, I'm the, I was the sporty pupil, you know, in, 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 in PE, I was that keen one, you know, when it came to basketball, netball, uh, softball, everything I was playing. And then one time my teacher said to me, oh, we've got a cross country Perry, you know, do you want to try that out? And I said, oh, okay, then, um, went for the cross country. Um, I didn't actually, I didn't win. It was a horrible experience. I mean, if anyone who's to run um, long distance, there's like a blood paste that comes in your mouth and it's very much ugh, uncomfortable, but it brought me joy. And then um, my, one of my friends was like, oh, you should come down to the athletics track. And I was like, okay, no problem. I'll come down to the athletics track. And one summer I went down there. Um, I, you know why I went? I was training for a mini marathon. There was a mini marathon happening and I was like, yeah, well, I want to be prepared for this. Probably only had three weeks of training. And then, um, wow. yeah, the rest was kind of history. Yeah, the rest was kind of history. I went and done the mini marathon. You know what my proudest moment was about that mini marathon? Up Tell me. The first, the first girl to cross the line from Tower Hamlets. I was like, yeah, that's an achievement in itself. <laughs> I love yeah. that. that but, I, but it's... It's really interesting to get the background and the story of when you were young, because as you mentioned, you know, like sport was obviously in your DNA. You absolutely thrived on it. But starting long distance, so when did the kind of bug of sprinting come in then? When I noticed I weren't really good at it, honestly. <laughs> my coach was like, okay, let's try another distance for you. So we, done, we went down in distance. We'd done the 1,500 metres, 800, tried 200. Still, I weren't really, I wasn't sensational. I wasn't, I wasn't winning races. Then we went for the middle ground and went for the 300 meter hurdles, right? And then the, that's when I started winning races. Technique was terrible, but I was winning. So we knew there was room for improvement and kind of, that was it. The rest is history. As you go up in age, you have to do the 400 meter hurdles. But yeah, it was a bit of both because obviously you need stamina, speed, endurance and speed to do the 400 meter hurdles and I had it all. I mean, it's very specialist discipline. I mean, when you look back at your sporting success, seven major international medals, three world medals, four European medals, you're an Olympian. 
I mean, you must be incredibly proud. You really did achieve so much during your career. Very, very proud of it. And it's not until when I was deciding to retire that I looked back to, and I reflected in all what I had achieved. I mean, in the moments, I was like, what's the next thing? I want to go for that. You know, it was, I was never ever satisfied You're going for the next big thing. But then when I sit back on reflection, I'm like, wow, I've run some fast times. I've got some nice bit of, you know, um, you know, medals and that to show for it. I'm an Olympian, as you mentioned. It's like, you don't get better than that, you know? So, um, yeah, very, very, very much proud of what I've achieved. Sport is such a, a wonderful thing and the opportunities it gives. But if you had to kind of summarise, what would you say athletics has done for you, Perry? Oh, gosh. With all my achievements, um, <laughs> it's, it's put me on the map. But besides that, it's just like I have a personality, people say. So it's like I've found myself uh, with different opportunities, whether it be doing TV shows, or, you know, doing photo shoots, working with crazy brands. It's just like, yeah, people see there was more than more to me than just an athlete just runs around the track. You know, I have things to offer. And yeah, definitely. Athletics gave me the platform. But yeah, we've got a lot of come out of it. Well, we'll talk later in our chat about, shall we say, the opportunities that have come your way and the doors that have opened. But when we reflect on your athletics career, I know you've had some tough battles with injuries, and I'm really interested to know what part the Sport Foundation played in your career during those, shall we say, challenging times. Yeah. So um, the Sport Foundation, from when it was, um, you know, it first came about and established, um, I've been an ambassador, and you know they funded me financially. And whatever support, if I needed extra support, for instance, like, I don't know, like a physio and stuff, it was there. I was fortunate enough to be a part of the, you know, world-class programme um, with British Athletics. So it was a case of, if I, it was the financial help that really helped me. Even when I was injured, they still continued to support me. And that little money, that money, you know, it made a difference because it's something I never had. And if I had to, you know, you know, in terms of the transport to get into my appointments, it, it was definitely a big help. Because I, I want to talk to you about your your mental strength, because there's no doubt you were an exceptionally talented sprinter. But let's let's recap on, on the time when you had a knee injury, which let's be honest, threatened to jeopardize your career at a really crucial time, but you bounce back and you claim silver at the IWF World Champs 4x400 meters in 2017 in London. I mean, talk about emotional highs and lows. Oh gosh, I've had my fair share of highs and lows. Um, especially <laughs> in, yeah, really, especially with injuries as well. It's like, yeah, you get knocked down, um, I mean, growing up, I remember when I used to see people on the physio bed or injured, I used to see it as a sign of weakness. Like, that's what I always used to think. And then when to go through it myself, I was like, oh, wow. It's basically, I've put my body through, you know, so much. What I'm doing is phenomenal. In, you know, no doubt I'm going to break down. And it was at times, the biggest injury was the one that I got in 2013 um, in Moscow, Moscow. And it was... Gosh, I was on top of the top of the world. It was all going well for me. I should have come home with a medal, you know, 
but it didn't happen. I got knocked down and going through that rehab, um, you know, stayed, it was a good four, four years. I had some wow. dark times. A lot of time I felt lonely. Um, there was times when I was thinking, I'm not going to make it back. Um, yeah, I had a lot of doubt in myself. But oh, you know what kept me going is knowing that I've known of some close friends who are athletes who have overcome major setbacks and injuries. So that's what kept me going. And me being a competitive person that I am, I was like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. It was that kind of thing, you know, Sam? So, yeah. Yeah, it's it important to have a good group around you when, you know, when the chips are down, what you were alluding yeah. to, because you, you come across to me, you're an incredibly strong, and I mean this in a lovely way, feisty, yeah. charismatic individual. You're like, go get them, girl. But, you know, yeah. to have people around you is so important, isn't it? To have that kind of group to to, yeah. to carry you through not only the brilliant times, but the difficult times as well of elite yeah. sport. Yeah, like my family will play a big part, you know. Like, it was like I, had, I was obviously, um, I was limited in terms of like in my early stages of um, my rehab was like getting around. I was on crutches. You know, I was very much limited, so my family was like, come on, we're going to go out, we're going to do something, you know. Just to make up, up my little morale, it was at night time, it was worse. When I was, I was living by myself, and it was like, oh, this is horrible. You know, I used to have my granny have to cook for me, which was so sweet as well. Um, yeah, just having the right people around you. My coach, regardless, was always there for me. Chris always was always checking up on me. And every little milestone we were celebrating, it was like, yeah, we're getting closer, we're getting closer. Not knowing that it would be four years. Um, but yeah, I got through it, managed to return um, to a place that I've got very good memories of, you know, the stadium in London. Um, you know, that's where my my first Olympics, my only Olympics have been. Then I've made a comeback to the World Championships. I managed to get a silver medal. So yeah, I do love that track. <laughs> oh, it's a brilliant track. I was there actually at the IWF World Championships and talk about putting on a show and and moving on from the legacy of the Olympics. But that race, do you just kind of relive it in your mind? And then when you were on the podium with the ladies, yeah. I mean, what was it like? I remember the roar when I was, it was my turn, when I took the baton. I can remember it so good. I was really taking it in. I think that's one thing I learned from my time out of the school was cherish every moment because I can't remember every race like that but that race that relay oh gosh and that's what it was a crowd that always seemed to give me that extra boost <laughs> it's like a kind of fifth person isn't it like just yeah. you know cheering you guys on you know <laughs> yeah it's brilliant oh. so when you decided to retire last year how hard was that decision for you? Was there a lot of soul searching or did it feel pretty clear and right at that oh, time? Oh, it was emotional. It was an emotional time. There were a few tears um, because I don't, I don't feel like there's anyone around me that could understand what, what I was going through in terms of, I'll say to my husband, it's been my life, majority of my life, and it's no longer going to be that. That was my priority, you know, athletics. Um, and we sat and we reminisced, and then my husband made kind of made to understand that it's like, okay, you should be so proud of what you've achieved. You know, you put down, you got knocked down, you still came back fighting. Obviously, it wasn't a very emotional time. Like I said, I cried. 
But when I made the decision, I was like, yes. You know, <laughs> yeah. No more having to do some grueling, horrible sessions. You know, I choose to work out when I want to work out, you know. And then the other, then, then what followed is, oh, God, she's pregnant. I'm like, yeah, this is where I want to do it. You know, I didn't actually want to uh, be a mum whilst being a, a competing athlete. I actually wanted to give my, uh, my child my full attention. Well, we need to talk about that because we've got a little superstar in the background as we're chatting this morning because, you know, you're married, you know, the kind of athletics element is is very much in your household because you're married to high jumper Mike Edwards and you gave birth to your gorgeous little son last year. Huge congratulations on that. Are you enjoying motherhood? I am. And I feel like it's become so natural and it's so funny. I remember I was like, I don't think before, I was like, I don't know if I could be a mum. I'm too selfish. It's all about me. I love my naps. Well, <laughs> it's quickly changed since Matthew's in the forget, the forget those naps, right? They go yeah, out the window. They go out the window. But I had the energy for him. It's like, all right, son, let's go. This is a challenge, but I'm ready for it. And I guess at six months, he's becoming a real little character now, right? Yeah, very smiling baby. Very much enjoys his food, like he's rather bad, he's, and he's very tall. So, yeah, he's definitely taking on dad's genes. Potential that. high jumper in the making, right? So, so what, <laughs> he's, an athlete. he's a board athlete. <laughs> now, I gather you're a, a now a board member of the Sports Foundation, and, yes. and I, I'm really intrigued to know how important it is to you to now give something back because that's a very different role in a different context in terms of your, um, shall we say, career journey. Yeah, I mean, I, when I was asked to be a part of the board, I was like, oh, okay, uh, someone's interested in my opinion. <laughs> and I felt like it was a different, different a privilege, you know, to be the voice of, I feel like, of youngsters. And also, I mean, I never had that growing up and I feel like it's, whatever, I was fresh, a fresh competing athlete. So it was like, right, this is my chance to, you know, where I feel like there could be improvements, you know, I can give suggestions to the board. So yeah, I think it is important, a, different, a very different way than I ever imagined how I'd give back. But yeah, it, I definitely feel honored. Do you find it really rewarding as well, you know, having or ensuring that young people have a voice Yes, I really think, and I, I feel like as well, without even trying, I have some youngsters, you know, reach out to me and, you know, you're like, oh, you should be a mentor, Perry, and stuff. It's like, oh, bless you. It's just like, because I've been through it. I've been in their shoes and, you know, it comes very natural for me to just have certain discussions and bring it to the table. Now, as I mentioned, you're married to high jumper Mike Edwards. You've got a beautiful little boy who's six months old. So how are you enjoying the family life now? <laughs> I'm a wife now, isn't it? And I like, I'm a mother. <laughs> it's, it's, it's changed, but it's all become, it's become very natural to me. Um, considering I do, at times, I thought I was a selfish person and I wouldn't be able to share that love. But I have a lot of love to give and offer them. And you see it in my family's household, you know, we're very much a happy family. We can't wait until we can go be in the outdoors a bit more because we are very active people. 
but yeah, we're making the best out of the situation and I'm really loving it. And Matthew's definitely brought some joy into this house. Well, he's bringing a lot of joy into this podcast, I can tell you, with his gorgeous little gurgling in the background. That's a star in the making, Perry. Let's talk about now, because it's a, it's a, I'm fascinated by your journey. Elite sport, mummy, wife, thriving on family life. But tell me all about your new career as a social influencer. How did that come about? I mean... I, I I ask myself that question too. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I, that, again, becomes very natural to me. Um, I love talking to the camera. Um, and it's the case of people like, oh, I, like, I love the content, you know? Um, I want to gift you this, you know? Um, you know, can you talk about this? I would love to work with you. And I'm just like, okay, fair enough. You know, so during this lockdown, I honestly feel like I've learned skills to know how to take my own photos, you know, and because uh, that's what's usually required. Something that I was doing naturally, but now it's become a job. And, you know, I feel very honoured and privileged because a lot of people in this situation is kind of not actually been able to do the job that they usually do. And, you know, I've made that transition um, from an athlete now to a mum, and that's opened up doors to a wider audience who actually, beforehand, I felt like it was, I'm a phenomenal athlete, and people was like, yeah, well done, but we can't do that. But now, I mean, it's a, I mean, a, a club, the mum's club, and it's a bit like, oh, yeah, my child does that. Oh, I remember that. You know, it's more, I'm more relatable. I really want to talk to you about the reality TV show Celebrity Bumps, which I gather <laughs> followed your journey to becoming parents. So tell me all about that. Yes. All right, so that came about from me and my husband decided to do a YouTube channel. Uh, for the longest while, people were like, Perry, you need to do a YouTube channel because I, I love an Instagram story. So it's like, you need to put it on YouTube. So um, me and my husband come was like, okay, right, let's do this. My husband, Mike, is just such a, you know, tech, you know, expert, <laughs> professional. He's learned that through this lockdown as well, learning through wow. lockdown. And it was like, okay then, so you know, film the birth, put it out there. Um, and we've been approached by MTV saying that they, you know, they wanted to do a show and it's gonna be on their YouTube digital. So it was just first of all me and Mike. And then because of that success, it's now continued and there will actually be a TV show coming out. Um, and it's gonna follow um, Matthew's kind of first stages. Of what oh he's been doing. wow, that's amazing! Yeah. yeah, so you know, there's six, uh, five other couples as well, a part of it. Um, so yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how we're all getting on in this lockdown. How things are a lot different, but yeah, they, they MTV had saw our YouTube and kind of spotted us from there. It's an interesting cultural phenomenon, isn't it, in terms of, of influencers? And I find it fascinating. And there are some really popular shows now and indeed individuals in the spotlight. I mean, you were already established in the spotlight because of your elite sport. But yeah. as you say, it's, it's an incredibly unique and interesting transition from going to be an Olympian, a professional athlete, and to an influencer, I, I mean, you must be loving life because it's it's kind of a, a another stage of your career, shall we say? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, it's gone like I've gone from being an 
uh, you know, like say athlete, that was one journey. Um, a, a student athlete, you know, went to university, that was one journey. Now I've gone into motherhood, you know, another journey. And it's like, oh, with motherhood, I've become an influencer. Yeah, so it's been it's been crazy, but I'm not complaining, Sam. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> Don't complain, it's, Perry. Life is good. <laughs> life is good. When I was um, doing some research on you before we obviously caught up for a chat, I absolutely love this quote, which you said when you retired from athletics. I'm going to read it to you. I am a proud Olympian, and it's not goodbye. It's see you later because you'll be sure to see me around. I love that. <laughs> and look, I am still, I am still around. I still pop up <laughs> on the socials, doing something. My friends are like, you're always, you're always busy, Perry. We don't know what you're up to, but you're always doing something. Yeah, and that's my nature. That's, that's me, Sam. That really is me, you know. Um, and I'm glad I've got a husband who's similar. You yeah, know, we can't, you obviously we connect for... really well and complement one another. Yeah, it's just like, there's an opportunity, we're going to do it. Like, he, Mike went into Big Brother, Nigeria. He went into a reality show himself. So beforehand, he was someone who wasn't a part of reality TV, had a taste of it, and wow, opportunities have come from that. It's all crazy. We mentioned quite early on in our chat, you know, about the doors that have opened. Yes. Now, any exciting projects in the pipeline? Obviously, just between you and me, little um, know, exclusive. No, Anything you no, tell no, us about? No exclusive as yet. Obviously, I've told you about the show coming to MTV, but no, keep your eyes peeled, Sam. Stay tuned. Stay close. Follow me on my Instagram and my YouTube and Twitter, and we're always bringing something's always coming out. Perry, it's been an absolute joy to speak to you today. And what is undoubtedly such an exciting chapter in your life. There really is no end to your talents. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me on Better Stories today. I wish you and the family all the best. Thank you. Thank you for talking. Nice chat. <laughs> Better is the charitable social enterprise that operates leisure centres, gyms, swimming pools and libraries across the UK. For more information, visit www.better.org.uk or download the Better app. Better Stories, taking inspiration from our communities and people.